When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, friends in an alternate future. Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. This is part two of our side adventure featuring the newest members of the Mystery County Monster Hunters Auxiliary Patrol. I really recommend you start with part one, but to get you up to speed, Rutherford B. Hayes, Isaac Glaze, and TBD are three salamanders trying desperately to shift blame and suspicion while explaining to their supervisor, Molly Buttles, the colossal mistakes that took place while apprehending a fire squid. Without further ado, let's go back into the action. What I fail to understand here is why you brought the mayor with you on the chase into the baseball game. I was afraid that he would be trampled by another unfortunate call to evacuate the baseball stadium, which did happen (laughs) as TBD screamed, evacuate from the pitcher's mound. TBD? <laughs> I have been on live television before. I have experience. I might say apparently I'm an old hat at being on live television. And an evacuation order had been issued. A giant fire squid had been failed to be killed by my colleagues by dropping a piano on it. And apparently Daffy Duck was not in the house. That's a Looney Tunes joke because the piano did not work. Apparently, the the stadium would have been caught on fire soon. Are you and apparently an evacuation order was the proper pro- protocol. TBD, please don't cry. It's intensely unprofessional. I know it takes a lot to um to defecate in your pants publicly twice in one day. Actually, more three times, but we won't talk about the third time. I won't do that to you. The third time, apparently, was just a fart. <laughs> now, Isaac, I'm confused about this. What was your role in the operation at this point? TBD was shouting out to evacuate while Rutherford B. Hayes was engaged in a amorous makeout session with our beloved mayor. A protective makeout session with the mayor. Fair. What were you up to, Isaac, as you were oh. chasing? Um, I had ziplined through the arena directly to the fire squid, and uh, I kept hollering out, we can, you know, change your life. Come with us. Things will only get better if you if you submit. Mm. Now, I will say that is an excellent use of the inventory that we gave everyone. The ziplines have been going incredibly underutilized. <laughs> so I am pleased to that you do get a commendation for use of your inventory management. However, I will say, remember that TBD is the one who's been empowered to be doing all public announcements. As TBD said, TBD is quite used to the public eye. So 
I'm going to have to say, TBD, you also get a commendation for using your skills to the greater good. And Isaac Glaze, remember, you can't be a lone wolf on this. You need to be working with your teammates. I'm going to have to give you a citation. Moldy Buttles. What was that? I said Moldy Buttles. <laughs> that is another citation. My name ah. is Moldy Buttles. And I am tired of this nickname that is starting to form. There's nothing moldy about moly. Now I'm moving on to the next issue. Isaac Glaze, you immediately are getting a commendation for this. I heard word that you pulled an innocent bystanding child out of the monster's mouth, mitigating the casualties at your own risk. Straight from the beak of the fire squid, you pulled a child out. Do you want to explain what happened? Um... Uh, uh, absolutely, it was. It was nothing. It w it really wasn't. I was just acting, as a and as anyone would. Uh, the we the we had left the 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 bass, <laughs> the baseball diamond, and uh, there was just a group of Girl Scouts selling cookies in the parking lot, and this fire squid had, had snatched up one of the children, and before you could say bonbon, I had uh, snatched the child out, but I was dressed as a um. As a Girl Scout. Wow. So it thought that I was a child as well. You know what? Using your own skills in that fashion? An extra commendation. Good job. What were the other two doing while you were doing this heroic daring do? I was, I was standing up. I was getting back to my feet. Uh, really? From the kiss? <laughs> no, no. Actually, I... Molly, as someone who values the respect and the 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 values of teamwork. I would rather not answer this question as it will sour your opinion on one of my colleagues. No, I'm sorry. I have to insist. I need to understand what happened here because we're getting calls. As much as he appreciated, the mayor is calling for a head to roll here, and it's not going to be mine. So, Rutherford, I need you to be straightforward with me. Okay, I I didn't want to say this, Isaac, and I'm sorry. Oh, whatever's um, coming out of your mouth is a bold-faced lie. I I'm just going to tell you that now. I started myself to pull the child. I said, I will save you, child. And I grabbed him by the ankles and was pulling him from the mouth when, from behind, Isaac pushed me down so that he himself could claim the savior status on this child. Perhaps out of jealousy for me saving the mayor previously. Can I And getting all I the say? savior points. Well, I'm interested to hear what TBD has to say about all of this. TBD, you witnessed both of these actions. Apparently, uh, apparently Rutherford B. Hayes did appear to be shoving a child into the mouth of the monster. What? <laughs> uh, just a, it, from my point of view, I, I did apparently over, but before I could reach this uh, conflagration, apparently Isaac reached him first and was able to... Save the child by pushing Rutherford out of the way. I don't know if you remember, but apparently I did indicate earlier that Rutherford may have put the mayor in danger in order to be a savior. So apparently I think he was doing the same thing with this child. And apparently Isaac said, no, that won't stand. The child shall be saved. Hearing that there were two incidences in which Rutherford B. Hayes was near a potential victim... Rutherford, I have to say, I'm giving you a citation. I do not wow, like what, hearing what about this. What a shock. Alan looks like he's going to murder me. <laughs> I, I, look, I would never claim 
favoritism because I know that it does not exist. <laughs> the Chamber of Commerce. Not under Molly Buttle's watch. No, I, of course not. You all have a chance with me. Of course not. But I think if we were to review the current state of citations and commendations, it would not look very even-handed from you, Mr. Buttles. Say what you want to say. Get it out in the open. TBD is being treated unfairly in this by being elevated above Isaac and myself, despite having done pretty much nothing at this point other than shit her pants twice. <laughs> now, you know what? I have to say, TBD, I have been going a little easy on you because you, it didn't appear that you had done much either way, but Rutherford B. Hayes makes a good point. You didn't do much either way. That seems grounds to me for a citation. Apparently, I evacuated two places. Apparently, and with shit. <laughs> apparently, it was not the shit that evacuated them. It was my saying the word evacuate. The poop was a side effect. And apparently, yet, it seems to me that you shouted evacuation, starting it, but didn't necessarily guide people out. You just focused at that point on cleaning up yourself after having evacuated. I'm sorry, TBD, you do get a citation for poor management of the people around you. You need to be more efficient in your use of the word and the action. Isaac, <laughs> again, you have done a great job in terms of saving that child, though it does seem questionable as to whether or not this child was, in fact, initially targeted as a victim, or if Rutherford threw a child into this fire squid's <laughs> mouth. I'm very disappointed. Well, I will say... I submit that I am too small to throw a child. Well, I, I will I lack the strength. That uh, as I was approaching the child, I saw Rutherford extend their hands out, their arms out, and I saw a disconnect between what looked like a, a false hand and a ushy-gushy forearm. It seemed unsettling and mon like a monstrosity, I'll say it. It's true. My body had a strange side effect to throwing myself in harm's way and being exposed to the supreme heat of the fire squid. Which, by the way, is normally a sea creature. And that is a fact that is fun. He's just trying to charm you with, with fun facts. Mm -hmm. Well, That's it's true, working, yes, but yeah. I am now concerned. It sounds to me like there's an accusation that one of you might be a monster. I don't think any of us would be silly enough to admit either Molly way. Molly Buttles gets up and walks over to the door and pushes a button, and it goes, the lights turn red, and he's like, this investigation just hit a whole new level. Molly Buttles feels like he might have a mole the monster in his midst. Oh, no. Forced. <laughs> Isaac, that gets you a citation. I'll I thought take that it. was pretty good. <laughs> All right, coming up on the fly here. I'm just a park ranger, but I know, well, I was. But anyway, I need to know answers. I need to know what happened next. Because what I was told is that TBD distracted the monster by telling it a story. And that it was attracted <laughs> to the sound of TBD's voice. Mm, apparently, I started telling a story about my time at a bowling alley. Apparently, I bowled a 100, and apparently, that's... Please, don't tell me the entire story. <laughs> mm. 
we understand the soporific effects of your storytelling. Uh, this took place at the baseball stadium, is that correct, Isaac? Apparently, it was in the parking lot of the baseball stadium. Apparently, I was trying to get the monster away from the people. So apparently, mm. I walked backwards while telling a story to the monster and gesturing to it like this. That certainly seems like something that was well done. I see no reason to not give you a commendation for, for successfully mitigating the amount of collateral damage and risk to bystanders. TBD was just talking at length and just soothed everybody. It felt like I was, you know, back home. I felt warm and safe. Thank you. You know what? That's the first time I've heard one of you say something kind about the other. Isaac, you get a commendation. Little me. That's finally some of the team spirit that we've been looking for this entire time. Apparently, Isaac's a great guy. Apparently. (laughs) All right. Nobody likes a kiss ass, TBD. (laughs) Don't just do it because it was just said. You get a citation. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for telling that whole story. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the other only issue that I have with this is that I was also told that you, during your storytelling, invited it to make plans with you to, quote, Hang out at the mall tomorrow? Yeah, apparently I I wanted to make friends with the monster just in case that that could soothe it. Apparently, sometimes monsters just are like people too, apparently. Uh, but not, not this in one. my experience. <laughs> Her credit card. <laughs> yes, I am I'm curious about this CBD. So you wanted to were you lying to it when you said that you wanted to hang out tomorrow? Apparently, I like to hang out with all kinds of people and monsters, so apparently, if it had wanted to hang out, I would have. Apparently, befriending anyone can sometimes cause them to have more pro-social behavior, so apparently, I was willing to do that for the sake of the town. Well, it does show a large commitment in... Expanding your definition of what a citizen of the town is, certainly the that would... optics. <laughs> the optics of it. Well, the optics See, are a pretty bad. Of commerce sanctioned monster hunter cavorting with the very thing. It would be like a policeman holding hands and skipping with a bank robber. Apparently, the police have been abolished in Mystery County. But the people talk, and the people are the lifeblood of the community. And the community is the lifeblood of the people. Molly wipes, wipes a tear <laughs> and is like, Shut You're up, absolutely right, Isaac. Yes. You get a commendation people. for that, Isaac. That is, wow. At the start of this, I thought you were a pretty standoffish guy, but it's turning out you have a heart that is beating for this town. Yes, I have a heart. <laughs> that was, that was an odd pause that you put in there. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Regardless, TBD, it was well done to distract the monster. I'm concerned about those effects. But what I understand is that what happened next is Isaac managed to pour a cold shower over the monster and put the fire squid out. Yeah. Doesn't that make so much sense to you? It's, it's clear as day to me. No, where did you get such a large access to such a large amount of water to put out a large fire squid in this parking lot of the stadium? Well, I've got a buddy who works over at the fire station, 
And, uh, you know, they always have a couple of firemen at any big event just in case something happens. And, you know, they got reservoirs full of water that they were able to spray all over that squid and calm it all the way down. It seems to me like a smart way of using efficiency to reduce collateral damage. I see no reason not to give you a commendation for this. Yes, it was a good move. And we'll figure out how to refill our only reservoir at a future date. Oh, it was this, the central reservoir? It was the municipal water supply, but I agree with everything but, you're saying. But, I mean, that's more of a, those guys, how they set up their operations. Hey, 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 <laughs> I signed up oh, to volunteer I, after a, a very I, stirring uh, town hall, and now I'm being persecuted for the way things were put together without my knowledge. I don't think that's very fair, no, 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 I, I, I'm true, backing you, Rutherford. I, There's no reason to cite Isaac for how the fire department manages itself. I, if it came across like I was trying to besmirch this. It did. That's, that's how it came across. Well, that's then how I, I, felt. I would like to humbly apologize and ask for your forgiveness as a team member. Uh, no. Now that is some great team spirit, Rutherford. Mm. That gets a commendation. Like, I appreciate it, but I think I would have valued more the forgiveness from my teammate, and I will work harder to achieve it, Isaac. And I hold my hand out like I'm apologizing in a gorilla troop. <laughs> <laughs> I like eyes down. That's how gorillas apologize? Yeah, they hold, they avert their eyes and they hold their palm out. Wow. That's adorable. Uh, well, so here's my question. At this point, it seemed like the issue was averted and that all things were done. The monster was put out. It was right there in your grasp to catch it. And yet I then was told, I know there were three of you were out there. There were other bystanders. One of them informed me that what they heard TBD saying to the monster wasn't simply that it was a story, but also that TBD managed to connect on an empathetic level and was able to get the monster to admit its own flaws and help it go back to college. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. I'm confused. I thought this was just a fire squid. I wasn't aware that it was something that could even matriculate through a school system. Well, apparently, a lot of people aren't aware that monsters can be people, too. Apparently, sometimes, even after they agree to uh, better themselves through education, some people like to blow off their ten legs. Apparently, (laughs) that... Doesn't fit with the values of Mystery County, but apparently that's what. No, TBD, we're talking about your speech to the fire squid. You convinced mm. it to go back to college? Uh, apparently. <laughs> apparently, I did. <laughs> now, how did you do that? It, the, the bystander <laughs> simply said that you got it to, quote, admit its own flaws. Apparently, the monster didn't realize that when it was running through the mall and rolling through the mall on its fiery legs, that it was causing harm to people. Apparently, Mm. where that monster's from, fire's as normal as air is to us. And apparently, when it it heard that people had been hurt and pooped on, apparently, (laughs) it felt pretty bad and it admitted, hey... Uh, apparently, I don't know the mores here and the norms. Apparently, I 
need to learn a little bit more. Apparently, I should educate myself. Well, you know what? I have to say that does warrant a commendation because that is living up to the abolitionist model that we have here in Mystery County. And I have to say that is a well done job. But I want to hear from your other two compatriots. What were you two doing while TBD was giving this impassioned speech about reaching out and finding a sense of community with the monster? Well, uh, just as TBD had, uh, you know, uh, uh, footnoted the speech with, if, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you got to wake up and pay attention. And as I heard that, um, a desk magically appeared in front of me and I stood on top of it and I said, TBD, my captain. Oh, my captain. Well, whatever that famous Right, from that is. classic movie. Right, yes. So you tried to assist. Yes, I, I was I was moved by the moment. Wow, all right, interesting. And what about you, Rutherford? Well, I did not want to potentially obstruct the situation because it seemed like TBD was handling it very well. And I'm pleased to get to say that because it happens so rarely. But <laughs> uh, at that point, my alarm had went off indicating that I had been at work for more than one hour and it was time for my union-mandated 15-minute break. And I am not one to circumvent the rules. So at that point, I did take a 15-minute smoke break outside of the stadium. Isaac and Rutherford, you both get commendations for following rules and looking out for your teammate. Good job. I appreciate it. Now here, though, is where things take a turn. Because at this point, it would seem that your patrol had successfully ended. You had successfully apprehended the monster, began a process of bringing it into remediation and finding a solution of uh, moving forward with it that kept it from harming the community. But then I got some pretty interesting reports. Because the next thing that I heard was that not even a half an hour later, TBD... You were caught using Chamber of Commerce funds back at the food court with the fire squid in some sort of romantic tryst. Apparently, people see a, a friend hanging out at the mall, and apparently they like to call that romantic. Apparently, the fire squid and I are just friends. And apparently, it, what happened next? Was... I think you're focusing on the wrong part of the accusation. It is not, it is, even as friends, you were accused of inappropriately using Chamber of Commerce funds in order to pay for a dinner with a recently apprehended monster. Apparently, it was my understanding that any recently apprehended monster is, is entitled to reasonable accommodations, including dinner. And a taco. And apparently, I we did go to Guadalajara Mexican restaurant at the mall. Apparently. Uh, and I used my company card because apparently my wallet was empty. And apparently, uh, I, that's a write-off. So you're telling me that you brought the monster to the food court on the way to bringing it in for proper capture? Yes. And apparently, that is standard practice. Um, to feed a monster. That is part of Cramo training. Not specifically for monsters, but for citizens. But I here is my question. Rutherford and Isaac, why was TBD alone with the monster at this point? That is a great question. And I wish I knew why <laughs> TBD 
removed the squid from the back of our vehicle <laughs> and absconded with it without informing us or letting us know where they were going. Right. Um, I was in the uh, the red flyer and it had detached from the car, so I was kind of. <laughs> so you were just like careening a push down cart. the street. <laughs> I, you know, I've got to get a running start and then jump on it and let that propel me forward. And so I've got to stop every couple of yards. You don't get too far. TBD. Why do you have an explanation for why you didn't inform your patrol members that you were taking the monster to dinner? Apparently, I said BRB, TT, which stands for Be Right Back Taco Tuesday. <laughs> and apparently, maybe because they're older and I'm just a middle school kid, apparently they don't know the lingo. Well, I want to point out that as a middle school kid, you shouldn't be using the company card anyway. You're supposed to be using any Chamber of Commerce funds under the guidance of an adult, which is why you were paired with two. I'm sorry, you're going to have to get a citation for using the Chamber of Commerce funds illicitly. Now we get to the real tricky part. Because then what I was told is that Rutherford then used the entirety of the explosives in the back of the car to blow all 10 of the monster's legs off <laughs> to keep it from running away while it was at the Guadalajara. Is this in truth? That is correct. And I will tell you now why. I yes, because it seemed like it was decision. in hand. It seemed like TVD had successfully diffused the situation and had the monster well in hand, ready to come to station. Why did you feel a need to blow off all ten of its legs? And that is because, yes, TBD did believe the situation was in hand because TBD believed every word that came from the monster. But meanwhile... While it had enrolled in its first day of classes at the local community <laughs> college, it decided to get itself ahead by stealing and altering the records of the school, which it had on its person and could cause irreparable harm not only to the reputation of superior state education systems, but also to those who had invested their money and enrolled in the school. Are you telling me that the fire squid hacked into the school's <laughs> academic system? It had in its mouth, Mr. Bottles, the, the server containing the information of all of the students at the community <laughs> college. You're telling me that all of this was actually just a, uh, the, the, the fire damage and everything was secondary to its main objective of hacking into the school system? Well, I the could thing scarcely was... believe it myself. I was overcome. It was trying to uh, eliminate school debt, Just, you mm. know, hacking the system, paying for everyone's tuition. So, you know, it's a kind of a gray area. What is good? What is evil? I think if you work for the Chamber of Commerce, you agree that cyber terrorism to equalize the debt field is pretty much a bad thing. You get a commendation for that, Rutherford B. Hayes. You are absolutely right. The Chamber of Commerce values fiscal responsibility, which includes personal fiscal responsibility. Don't take out a loan that you can't pay back. You know what? Let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not going anywhere, Mr. Glaze. <laughs> I'd like to With get this out of here. <laughs> socialist endeavor, you, sir, are on thin ice. <laughs> you know what, man? But Sorry. speaking of thin ice, Rutherford, I have to turn it back to you because all those explosives also happened to blow up the sparrow that was being built at the food court. 
What do you have to say for yourself? That is true. And I accept full responsibility for that. Um, fortunately, I did check ahead of time with the records of the county and can confirm that this sparrow was fully insured and therefore will be uh, meeting its construction deadline of fall of 2021. Apparently, Sabara was supposed to open in late summer of 2021. But apparently, if, if we had followed the recent news and developments, the outing of the original foreman of the project as a member of a human trafficking ring delayed the production of the Sparrow. That I was mean, a 16-year delay. That was a 16-year <laughs> delay, apparently. But you're blowing it up. Delayed it by 16 years and three months. And apparently... You know, and I will say that both of you had stock in these companies and you knew to pull your, pull your is bonds. Is this true? Out. Have you both been investing in Sabaro? I've been investing... Uh, apparently, I've been investing my emotions in Sabaro <laughs> because I appreciate a New York-style pizza. <laughs> I always invest in new businesses when they arrive in the Averford community. And yet it wasn't disclosed on your intake paperwork. No, it was not. Rutherford. And that is, there's a reason. Oh, explain yourself. Uh, my paperwork was unfortunately stolen. By who in the world? I don't, I find this. When, when the radio flyer. <laughs> ripped free from the back of our company vehicle. Someone, and I won't name names, attempted to grab the trunk of the car to steady themselves <laughs> and instead accidentally opened the trunk <laughs> on the freeway, sending a cascade of paperwork flying around. Well, I will say that, you know, it's having your personal important paperwork in the backseat of your car that uh, in the trunk of your car that has all of these explosives in it that could be blown up at any moment is not very good personal development. Very true. And apparently putting someone in a radio flyer behind the back of a car is not very safe for them or anyone else. True. And apparently, and I, I happily accepted my citation for that. And you also, you used the word stolen when you meant lost, apparently. Well, a large bird had swooped down while the papers were cascading through the air and took them. Was that craw? It looked like a small goblin with wide bat wings. So it sounds to me like you're saying a monster stole your paperwork and you did nothing to stop it while being on Monster Patrol? Actually, Mr. Bottles, I keep a GPS tracker on all of my important documents as handed to me as part of my equipment kit. And I am currently triangulating the location of the monster. That's pretty compelling. So suck on that, people trying to throw me under the bus. <laughs> Apparently you tried to throw Isaac under the car. Literally. Well, it sounds to me like what I'm hearing here then is that Rutherford... And in fact, ended up tracking a second monster that might be affecting Mystery County? It's true, I did. that. Uh, if that's against the rules, then I, I guess I will accept that as I well. I just, I mean, the technology that you're using is out of this world and really doesn't lay the fair field for the rest of us. Mm, well, I will give Rutherford a commendation for that, though I am curious. Isaac, are you saying that Rutherford is somehow in league with the hacking fire squid? I don't see how he could not be. The technology is the same. He accessed it very, very quickly as um, a level of education that one could only get by cohorting with uh, a demonic creature. 
Wait, the fire squid was demonic? I heard Rutherford speaking in some language that I didn't <laughs> comprehend, and it seemed, uh, I don't, I don't want to say satanic, but I want to say immoral. I did complete my uh, Chamber of Commerce mandated Duolingo training in Portuguese, which was the language that Isaac heard me speaking. So the fire squid well, spoke I completed Portuguese. My, I completed my Duolingo exactly. So I would recognize Portuguese because I'm I've got every. Exactly, but I don't want to get into that at this moment. <laughs> What I'm saying Apparently, is, the you're not going to pin this shit on me! <laughs> uh, what I'm failing to understand, TBD, do you speak Portuguese? No, apparently... Then how uh, did you speak with the fire squid? Apparently, the fire squid speaks English, <laughs> because that's the only language I speak. Hmm. Wait, you did not complete your <laughs> mandatory Duolingo training? That makes me so sad. How could you do that, TBD? <laughs> Citation delivered to TBD. Apparently, I studied a different language, and I didn't... You just... No, you just said English is the only language that you speak. Apparently, Latin is a dead language that can't be spoken, but can be studied. Wait a minute. Isaac, was your second language... <laughs> a pig Latin type language? You're the guest. Luckily for you, it counts. <laughs> so we have achieved through your debrief. So we'll wrap Ooh. this up here. <sighs> Stress. I'm sweating in real life. <laughs> I have to say I'm quite disappointed in all of you. And also proud. This has been one heck of a journey. I need to look through my notes. So now what we do is this. So... Add up how many commendations did you each of you receive? Six. Six. Nine. Nine. Okay, great. Nine. So you are going to roll a D6 for each commendation that you received. Okay. Are we adding the total? Together? No. Okay. But track each oh, one. You okay. So, mm. you know, I roll a three, I roll a four, I roll a three. Uh, write uh -huh. down the number that you roll each time. Okay. Also, while we're rolling, I just want to say that there is a real life apparently kid who's not a salamander, who's a real human kid, who has nothing to do with any of the things in this podcast. <laughs> and I just really love the apparently kid. And that's why I wanted to honor them with a fun voice. But um, none of the like pants pooping or anything like that <laughs> truly uh, wasn't planned. And that's what improv does and has nothing to do with the real apparently kid. Who truly rocks. So, we love you, apparently, child. Yes. Apparently, yeah. man. Apparently, yeah. man yeah. has uh, no history of pooping his pants in well, public. Look, it, and it doesn't and no matter either way. no affiliation with right. Mystery County Monster Club. No Dress affiliation Club. with Mystery County. Yeah. Okay, do, have um, you guys rolled oh, up your dice? Man. Yeah, it wasn't good. Same, okay. yep, bad, yep, yep. bad news here. Okay, so now, how many citations did you each get? Six. Seven. Five. Ah, okay. What? Roll a D six for each citation that you got. Jesus. Are we are we are we hoping for high or low? Ugh. You are probably hoping for low. Damn it. <laughs> oh my where were these when I was rolling commendations? Same question. <laughs> but it might work out. 
as we will see yeah, in a second. Kind of and also go ahead and roll the, the anarchy die as this as well. The one that I gave oh, out. For oh, I, counted, I, I just counted that as a citation. That's Me perfect. Too. That's what you should okay. do. Okay. Yeah, cool. same. Okay. Okay. So we've rolled all those. Now here's the next step. Any commendation die that you rolled. So each citation die that you rolled has a number, you know, one through six. Mm-hmm. If any of your commendation die are a one and you rolled a one on citation, you're going to remove all of the ones from your commendations. Oh, so, wow. So you want to, the only dice that you're going to keep are commendation that don't match any citations. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, God. And it's one for one. No, it's any for any. So like okay. if, if, all if you rolled all. one five in citations, but you have four fives in commendations, all of your fives are gone. Wow. So because I rolled almost every die in my demerits, it means I only have one die. That's right. Which is a one. That's fine. <laughs> okay. 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 So we remove all die that match any citations. That's... Am I getting a promotion? So <laughs> now oh, well. write down for what's left, write down your highest commendation die number that you have remaining. Okay. Okay. The number of die that you have left that match that highest roll and write down the number of total commendation die that you have left. Sorry, question. Yes. So in my citation, I'm like getting down to three. If there, so I, if I have any in co- uh, threes in my commendations, I get rid of them. But let's say I have another three in the citation. That just means threes are done. Yeah, it still just means threes are done. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, so. Highest remaining commendation value, mm-hmm. total number of commendation dice, remaining. and then total number that match your highest number. Okay. And great. It's an edge it's... case thing. This is just for tiebreakers. Okay. So we'll go down in the same order. We've been going, Aaron, mm-hmm. what is your highest commendation die? One. How many do you have? One. <laughs> great. Rashan, what's your highest commendation die? Uh, six. How many do you have? Five. I have how many sixes what? do I have? Or, I have two sixes and so, three fives. Okay, so I want to walk th- walk through this. So you had six. How many? You had nine commendation originally, correct? Mm-hmm. And you had six six citations, citations because one of them was actually anarchy. That's fine. Um, and then your six citations. What were the numbers you rolled on those? One, two, three, four, four, three, three. Yeah. Okay. So you get to keep any fives and sixes in your commendations. That's baller. Great. So you had a six. You have how many do you have left over? I have two sixes and three fives. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Alan, (laughs) Alan, how many, what is your highest commendation die? You shouldn't have been throwing me under the bus. A two. How many? (laughs) No, no, it sounds like we should have been throwing you under the bus more. More. Yeah. How many (laughs) commendation die do you have? And do they both, is it, do you have two twos? Two twos. Okay. I mean, wow. I think I won, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, Molly uh, walks back into the room and says, All right, gang. I have some unfortunate news. My heart can't take it. We have this camera here in the corner of the room. And we've had a few Chamber of Commerce experts watching as we've been doing this, ever since you reported that one of you might be a monster. TBD, 
we've been doing a little bit of research, and it turns out there is an actual human child known as Noah Ritter, who's been appearing on The Ellen DeGeneres Show, who is the apparently kid who is currently on set right now. (gasps) Apparently! Which leads Uh, me to wonder, who am I talking to, TBD? Apparently, uh, apparently, uh, apparently I'm Rutherford, grab him! I ready my explosives. Oh, no. Isaac, I start. I start fumbling with a TNT stick. Isaac, grab him. Uh, Isaac grabs uh, the shoulders of TBD. Uh, uh, apparently, they're also monsters. Molly reaches and pulls and reveals. <laughs> what, did, what did your salamander look like? Oh, like Kermit the Frog. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty cute. <laughs> it's a monster. We have a monster. <laughs> what do you two do as TBD gets revealed to be a salamander? I release uh, my hands from uh, the shoulders and just am in shock and take huge steps back, but like wink with salamander eyes from side to side, like and that notion of like run, run, you fool, fly, fly, you fool. As uh, yeah, as the and what are you doing, Rutherford? Uh, I, I light the fuse on my stick of TNT and I, I hot potato it in a panic to Isaac. <laughs> I, throw, I throw it back. I, I, I throw it to, to Molly. Molly knocks it in the air and it just goes up into the corner and the corner of the uh, cha- room in the Chamber of Commerce just blasts open as a giant <laughs> hole forms. You all duck down. I run through the hole and then I slide into the sewer. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Molly goes like, like no! lube, like lube man from yeah. uh, yep, like lube man, Watchmen. exactly. Uh, and Molly, <laughs> Molly turns and is just like, "Oh no, um, no, this, this has to." How could you let this happen, Isaac? You've always been a, a strong. I need you as my right hand man on this. I'm appointing you the new head of this patrol. I want you to hunt down TBD. Can you do that for me, Isaac? Absolutely, I can. And I pull out a pair of sunglasses, and it's that, uh, yeah! <laughs> Rutherford, you'll be Isaac's assistant. Give him all, everything that he needs. <laughs> I want TBD brought to justice and brought back to the Chamber of Commerce. My ears are ringing, and I missed everything you said. <laughs> and uh, we watch as uh, Isaac and Rutherford dart into the tunnels, the sewers, chasing down TBD. Uh, TBD, I- I'm just going to have this one moment here. TBD, you run to the, the Rock and Jason Statham. Just yeah. yeah. TBD, you find you, you get through the sewers. You are at the edge. There's a lip going down into the, the now semi-empty reservoir where water is pull- pouring down, and you're right at the edge. Isaac, you see that TBD is there standing, and you have your fugitive in front of you. TBD, you're standing at the edge. Behind you, the the semi-pool of the reservoir down 20, 30 feet. What are you doing? I'm jumping. (laughs) I'm diving. Like, And TBD just does a perfect salamander dive into the reservoir. Sploosh. Isaac, what do you do as you come up to the edge of the... The sewer grate where it, they just jumped from. Uh, I stands up. The wind is whipping the the 
the suit back. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know suits, what suits are. Um, but it's go. <clears throat> Apparently, got away. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end our session for today. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, reach out on social media at Mystery County, or even better, join our Discord where you can talk to us and other fans about episodes, lore, and even suggest new side quests that we do just like this one. Until next time, watch out for the salamanders that you know. That's my new favorite system. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Mitchell. Again, shout out to the god, Mitchell. Bra, bra, bra.